Have you ever wondered what goes on behind the scenes of your daily commute? Or how transportation impacts the community you call home? Maybe you want to explore outside your community and don't know where to start. Well, you're in luck because this is where you hop on. I'm Brittany Hoffman. And I'm Madeline Phipps. We work in communications for Valley Metro, and together we'll discover all the ways that public transit enhances lives across the cities we serve. And we might even make some new friends along the way. Welcome to Storylines. Maddie, the hustle and the bustle of the holiday season is already here. And at Valley Metro, we have a tradition that we've been doing for quite a long time. Do you know what it is? I think I do. It happens in Mesa, the Mesa Drive and Main Street station. Is it the Mesa Santa Express? You got it! Ding, ding, ding! And this experience is a present for all who come. Young and old get to hop on our light rail train and have an experience that also includes their favorite man in a red suit. Santa, of course! So we're going to hear from one of the event coordinators on what you can expect this year at the Santa Express and how it's evolved over the years. My name is Amy Church and I am the director for Mesa Urban Renewal Arts Lab, or in other words, Mural. I am a nonprofit in downtown Mesa and our focus is revitalizing the downtown Mesa area. And you're talking today because we came up with this crazy idea about converting a light rail into a Mesa Santa Express. So how did the Mesa Santa Express originally begin? It's a really great story, actually. 2016, the nonprofit was put into effect. And as I mentioned, the purpose of the nonprofit was to revitalize the downtown Mesa area. And Senator Bob Worsley at the time and his wife, Christy Worsley, were involved in reinvigorating downtown. And Christy came up with this idea that the light rail had a great significant opportunity for people that loaded anywhere in town. If they stopped at certain places, whether it was in Mesa, in Tempe, or Phoenix, there was different art venues that they could participate in. And she came up with this idea that possibly during the year, they could do different vignettes on the light rail advertising different art programs, the ballet, the symphony. And she thought the great thing would be since the light rail at the time in 2016, its last stop was in downtown Mesa at the Mesa Drive Park and Ride, that we can do a Christmas ride and convert it into our version of the Mesa Santa Express. And so with that, it was, like I said, it was in November. It was about two weeks before we hosted the event, or you hosted it, and allowed me to jump on and do my crazy stuff. She reached out to then the president of Valley Metro, Scott Smith, and told him about our idea. And you guys wrap a holiday train every year, which I didn't know at the time. So there was a train already wrapped, and he gave me a weekend to do it, and I had about two weekends to pull it off. And that's how the Mesa Santa Express started. It was an opportunity to help revitalize downtown Mesa, also put a focus on the arts programs that are available up and down the light rail, and to put a focus on the light rail. So that's kind of how it originated. So thank you for providing all that history. And thinking back to the first year, 2016, what was the experience like for all of the people who participated? Well, so first and foremost, when we came up with this, I kind of had a skeleton idea of what we were going to do. And being that we were a nonprofit at the time and I had a low budget, we went to Bashes, who has been a partner with us since the very first year, and they donated cookies. So we knew we wanted to have the kids have something 
festive on the train without having hot chocolate or something like that available to them on the train. So we got cookies from Bashes. I ordered some bells off of Amazon. And at the time the experience was, they got on and we read them a Christmas story. And then halfway down the train ride, Santa would jump on and have an experience with them on the train. The first night I had a PA system that was donated by Milano's in the area. And And my daughter read the story, and we had a Santa on there, and there was no music, if you can believe it. They just came on and had this experience on the train, and I realized very quickly that in the next 24 hours, it had to be different. And so we incorporated a soundtrack for the ride. So now they read a story, they go on and sing carols with the elves, and then we have incorporated... The first year, we didn't have a conductor, but it was a really amazing experience. Back to the question that you asked me regarding the first year, we did no advertising, and we don't know where they came from, but these people from all over the Phoenix area, not even downtown Mesa, showed up in their pajamas with no advertising. The anticipation we had due to how many seats I knew I had available, I had 1,600 cookies, and we ended up with a two and a half hour wait both nights. I don't know where they came from. It was such a touching experience for me to see that three generations of family from grandma down to grandchild would be in pajamas, and they were from all different demographics. And the love that these families had for their kids to come out and provide this opportunity for them on a little thing that I was asked to put together and show that kind of love and support was such a profound experience for me. The cookies, we only had 1,600. I know that the second night with the security that Valley Metro had down there and the drivers, I was worried that the people in line were not going to get a cookie or bells because we only anticipated 1,600 people. I think we had about 3,000 people show up. They didn't all ride, obviously. But there was a large attendance, and I don't know how it happened. The cookies, they were like manna from heaven. They just kept duplicating. We even had leftovers. So it was a really positive experience that first year. Amy, you can hear your passion for this whole experience and, you know, Christmas time, holiday, celebration, a tradition that we definitely want to keep alive here at Valley Metro. So you mentioned the first year, low budget, you know, you're scraping (laughs) things together. How has it really evolved over the years? Well, you know, I can't thank Valley Metro enough for jumping on board with this because after that first year, they realized that there was a demand. And so with each year as it's been available, I mean, COVID posed some issues with the non-writing movement and stuff, but you have... With each year, the trains have evolved. The second year, I think we brought on a second train to meet the demand. In 2019, we had three cars. And so it's evolved in that sense. And there's a larger support from the community. Now that we're in our official sixth year, when you're not being in existence because of COVID, I had the unique experience to talk to some moms. I host a market in the same place at this location. And so I was talking to some of these vendors that have been moms in the area and came to find out that this is the number one sought after event that moms in the Phoenix area talk about on their blogs and in their local groups that this is the event to follow. And so it's such a wonderful thing in the sense that the ride in itself hasn't changed. The experience that they have hasn't changed. They get to have an amazing experience with some really great Santas, with some really great elves, I've added this great conductor. So how it's changed is now, if you don't have a ticket, you're going to get in trouble. You need to have that ticket because the conductor needs to see it. And so as part of that experience, when they come to the light rail, to the stop where we do it, they'll go and they'll get their commemorative ticket. You don't need a ticket to ride. It's not required. It's just a part of a commemorative item they can take home from their experience. But then, of course, the conductor is going to request it on the ride. So 
it's evolved. I mean, we have a stronger following, but Bashes has maintained a strong presence with us. They still get that same great cookie. They still get a bell and they still get those experiences with Santa. So I think you touched on most of this, but is there anything else special that people should know about or expect if they're coming out to the event this year? So this year, it's going to be more of an experience. So it's not a moving ride, but once they get on the train and once the door closes, the experience is the exact same. And so other than the fact that it's not moving, they're still having a magical experience. They still get thrown into a world of elves and Santa and a story and a cookie. And it's just a really magical experience. I expect we are going to have a high volume of attendance this year. So just know when you do come to the park and ride, just make sure you go and you get your ticket. We have tickets assigned for the allotted time frames. So once you have that ticket in hand, you are secured a spot on the rail. Being that it's public transportation, we do not reserve tickets. And so it's a first come first arrive basis. And then while you're here, especially in this year, prior to previous years, the Mesa Temple Lights have come back. So there's a lot to do. There's a market. So while people are wanting to get in line, there's other things they can do in that same location without having to leave while they're waiting for their time to get on train. We're going to have performances on a stage. There's going to be local vendors. And then, of course, Christmas lights. Amy, you've done this for six years now. What is your favorite part of the Mesa Santa Express? I'm not going to get emotional about this, but I have to say that I have stayed with this event from day one. Elves have grown up and moved on. You know, I'm always chasing down Santas and other, you know, helpers. I do this for the people. And there is nothing better then standing on a platform, especially after that first year, and I saw these families, I'm, I'm telling you, three generations, grandma down to grandchildren, in their striped pajamas, like ridiculous pajamas. I mean, who, you know what I mean? They're not worried about it. They're having this experience that I realized that I do this for them. And this is such an important thing for me at this time of year. I'm a single mom, and I realize there are so many people that go without some really great experiences. And the fact that I can provide something so simple not simple to put on, but simple in the sense that they show up and they don't have to pay for anything and they get a high quality event and a great cookie, right? I mean, it's a homemade cookie that these bakers wake up at 630 in the morning, three days before the event, and they're baking 2300 cookies a week. There's a lot of people that want to provide these kids with this experience. And so for me, what I love about this event is that you at Valley Metro have offered me an opportunity to have a place to provide something that's safe, that's wholesome. People can come and not be afraid of discrimination, that they can come and celebrate the way they want to, and that money's not an issue, and that all get to walk away and have this amazing tradition that we've created for them. Well, now that we've learned all about what the Mesa Santa Express is and how it got its start, we're going to hear from some of the people who got to experience it coming up next. Valley Mitchell Rail is your arts line. See public and station art and check out one of the 55 arts and culture destinations along light rail. Learn more about arts line and check out our interactive maps at valleymetro.org slash arts line. Looking to plan a trip? Use the Valley Metro app. It'll show you the best routes to get you where you want to go. And you can even track buses and light rail trains in real time. Search for the Valley Metro app on the Apple app or Google Play stores. Suns fans, avoid the traffic and parking hassles and ride to home games in style. Your ticket to the game is your ticket for light rail to and from Footprint Center on game day. Get on board and get excited. All aboard! 
It's the Mesa Santa Express. Tickets? No ticket, no Santa. This one looks like trouble here, for sure. What's your name, young lady? What's your name? Hey, Chloe. Chloe, pleasure to meet you. Let me look at your ticket here. Yay! You saw on the Mesa Santa Express. I saw Santa. I saw Elf. And what else did you do? Ride on the train. I danced. What did you do with your bell? A jingle. Jingle it. And then what else did you get in the train? Um, a cookie. A cookie? Did you tell Santa what you wanted? Uh -huh. Yes. What did you want? A kitchen. Raveling hook. How much fun did you have? Lots of fun. And what did you see on the train? Santa. And what did you tell Santa you wanted? Oh, I forgot. You forgot. What did you see on the train? Santa. Santa. What else did you do on the train? Oh, we got cookies and um, bells. Bells? And what did you tell Santa you wanted? Jewelry. Well, How much fun did you have on the train? Good. Good. Did you get to see Santa? Yeah. And what did you tell him you wanted? Lightsaber. Oh my goodness, you guys are a Star Wars family. I love it. So what did you do on the Mesa Santa Express? I had a cookie and I got bells. And who came and, on the train? Uh, Santa. And what did you tell him? Uh, I told I told him to have a Merry Christmas. I'm going to read this to you, and we're going to have some elves handing out some cookies and bells. On Christmas Eve, many years ago, I lay quietly in my bed. I did not rustle the sheets. I breathed slowly and silently. I was listening for a sound, a sound a friend had told me I'd never hear, the ringing bells of Santa's sleigh. There is no Santa, my friend had insisted, but I knew he was wrong. Late that night, I did hear sounds, though not of ringing bells. From outside came the sounds of hissing steam and squeaking metal. I looked through my window and saw a train standing perfectly still in front of my house. It was wrapped in an apron of steam. Snowflakes fell lightly around it. A conductor stood at the open door of one of the cars. He took a large pocket watch from his vest, then looked up at my window. I put on the slippers and robe. I tiptoed down the stairs and out the door. All aboard, the conductor cried out. I ran up to him. Well, he said, are you coming? Where, I asked. Why, to the North Pole, of course, was his answer. But what would you tell him? Uh, I tell him that I wanted a plushie. A plushie? What would you tell Santa? I would say that I would like a phone and a skateboard. A phone and a skateboard? What did you want? I want a PlayStation 5. Oh my goodness! Okay, what did you guys do with your bells on the train? Oh, we oh. started ringing them. Yeah. Like and this. will you ring it for like Jingle bells and Jingle bells, jingle bells. And then what happened? And then Santa came. Oh my gosh, I hear he's coming. Ring your bell! Ring your bell! Let's keep ringing his bell to make him come. Make sure you believe! Believe in your heart! Believe in your head! He's got a long way to come from the North Pole, so you better keep ringing your bell. 
Maddie, just like Amy said earlier, it is a magical experience while you're out celebrating at the Mesa Drive Main Street Park and Ride and Station, hopping on the Mesa Santa Express. I loved getting to see all the smiling faces coming off the train. It's such a wonderful time of year and it's so great that Valley Metro gets to bring a little bit of that holiday magic to the people that we serve across the valley. So don't forget, there's still one more weekend of the Mesa Santa Express, and you can hop on next year because it's a holiday tradition we're keeping alive year after year here at Valley Metro. That's it for this episode of Storylines and for 2022. We'll see you next year. For Valley Metro, I'm Brittany. I'm Madeline. Thanks for riding with us. We'll meet you at the next stop. Storylines is produced by Alec Totsitz and Dane Riles. Peter Corkery is the executive producer. I'm Brittany Hoffman with Madeline Phipps. Thanks for listening.